and welcome to the Oracle of Light podcast. I am your host, Shauna DeMellon. In this week's episode, we are going to look at when pets cross over into heaven. You know, I don't know about you, but I have had pets over the years that were like a part of the family. They were just so special and that unconditional love. I remember as a little girl, we always had cats. And my first cat, her name was Mittens. And she was all black and she had little white mittens. And she was she was just so beautiful. And she had kittens over the years. And she was just always so affectionate and so, so lovely. And I remember when when she died, it was just this Oh, this horrible void. It was, you know, I felt like I'd lost my friend. I really did, you know. And and this was about five years ago. My little dog, Jesse, if any of you have met him, he was a little, a little miniature dash hunt, a little min- miniature wiener. And his nickname was Wiener, Ween for short. <laughs> and um, he was 15. And, you know, I, I, you know, had already talked with the family and, and, I knew that, you know, when his quality of life was diminished or, you know, he couldn't move, he didn't, you know, have mobility, um, you know, there were, there were some difficult discussions around that. And um, he had been, you know, on medication and he went to see the chiropractor and, you know, he, he was in a lot of pain the last, uh, the last couple of years that we had him. And there was one day where I, I took him out to pee and I set him down on the grass and he peed and then he just sort of collapsed. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, this is it. This is it. Like he couldn't get up. He couldn't get back up the stairs. And I just, you know, just instantly knew that, that it was his time. And it was interesting, you know, the vet that we had at the time was, you know, she would go over and beyond for him. Like he was on medications and she was so diligent and she would do anything, anything to keep him going. And that day when I called the vet's office, um, she was actually on holidays. So we also knew that Jesse had cancer. And so we were, we were at the stage where we just wanted to keep him comfortable and so I called uh, a vet here in the neighborhood and explained the situation that, you know, he had cancer and that he had lost mobility and that, you know, it was time, it was time, it was time that he, um, he wasn't in any more pain. So we took him to the other vet and very grateful to this day that, that he was able to do that for us. And um, people often ask me, you know, what happens when our pet, you know, crosses over? What does that look like? And, you know, when the time comes, you know, there are, you know, we'll call them different energies and guides and beings, angels that help their transition into the light, into heaven. And I remember that day at the vet, I was holding Jesse and the vet gave Jesse a, a tranquilizer to, that would put him to sleep. And so it, uh, it put him to sleep. He fell asleep in my arms and he started snoring. Oh, wiener. And I remember then he gave him um, the medicine that would put him to sleep forever. And I just remember holding him and just loving him. And I remember, <laughs> I remember the light opened up. 
And it's the same beautiful light that I see open up every time I work with spirit, every time I channel spirit in readings or classes or, you know, I, I cross spirits over back into the light. This beautiful light opened up and I could see Jesse running back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And he was barking and barking and barking and barking. And I looked up and there must have been 30 other wiener dogs and other different dogs barking and yelping and jumping. And they were all just going crazy for him. And he ran up and he used to do this thing. He used to, he used to run away pretend he was running away and he would flip around and look at you and scooch down and wiggle his bum and then he would tear off again. And he did that. <laughs> I just stood there frozen watching him. And I could see, I could see different guides and, and angels um, overseeing everything. And then all of a sudden, whoop, the light was gone and he was gone. And it was a moment that I, you know, as a medium, I just, I will never forget. And it, it really warmed my heart to know that, um, you know, that, that there were guides and angels and, and other, other puppies and, and his family <laughs> that were, that were waiting for him, you know, and it's, I always like to explain to people that everyone is born with, you know, we're all born with, you know, guides and angels, guardian angels and animals are no different. And again, you know, when animals cross over, their guides are there as well as, you know, the deceased loved ones. Sometimes I see deceased loved ones, you know, people and animals, you know, again, angels, you know, spiritual masters, you know, and they're sometimes they're there to let them know that, yes, their physical body is, you know, it's expired, that it's their time to leave this reality, you know, and sometimes that pull of love is, is so strong that, you know, sometimes they need a little bit of extra help to guide them and to move them into the light and, you know, to reassure them that they're never truly, truly separated from their earthly companions because that love never dies. That love is, is always there. They just don't have their physical body anymore. And, you know, I remember coming home after, after we, we let Jesse go and I just remember feeling the house was just so empty. It was so empty without him. And I, I just kept getting so upset because I would see his, his dishes that were there, you know, his, his bed. And, you know, I just kept seeing all of his, his stuff, you know, his favorite toy and all of his things. And, you know, within the first, within the first couple of days, you know, I, I just went around and kind of gathered up all of his things and just sort of tucked it away in the closet, just because I knew, I knew that there was going to be a grieving process, you know, and, 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 you know, our cat looked for him, our cat, you know, looked all over the house, he would call walking around looking for him. It was, it was so sweet. And, they do come back and visit. I always tell people they do come back and visit. It was funny. There was a, I was teaching mediumship um, a few weeks later and uh, one of the participants in the class, after we did our meditation, she looked up at me and she said, there's a little red dog that keeps running around here. He kind of looks like a hot dog. 
And I started laughing. I said, is he barking his head off? <laughs> and she said, yeah, he won't stop barking. I said, yeah, that's, that's Jesse. <laughs> that's him. And so it's, it's just a beautiful confirmation that our, you know, that love never dies. That, that, that soul, that spirit, that animal that we loved unconditionally, that loved us unconditionally, is just no longer in that physical body. That they are very much at ease and not in any pain, and that they are, in fact, on the other side. And I always love to explain to people that, you know, there is a, there is a, a period of, of grief, of loss. And, you know, and some people that, you know, I would say that over the years I've met people that, you know, haven't had a close bond with their pets, so that when they die, it's like, oh, okay, it's just, all right, it's what's for dinner. Like, it's, it's not it's not a really big deal for them. They didn't have that really strong attachment, that strong bond. And whereas other people, you know, really, really mourn the loss of that animal, of that pet. And it's very important to, to allow that process, whatever that looks like for you. You know, I've, I've channeled so many different animals over the years and it's just so important to, so important to honor wherever anyone is in that spectrum. You know, I've, I've met, you know, so many different people over the years and read for so many clients that didn't actually have their own children, their own physical human children, but instead they had dogs, they had cats, they had, you know, different animals, they had horses that became very much like a child. So that yes, when they lose that, that animal, it's, it's a tremendous, tremendous loss. And, you know, it's, I'm, as a medium and from my own personal experience, I, I fully believe that animals have souls and that they're very eager to communicate with us once they cross over. And the gratitude and, you know, the gratitude for their humans, for the love that they gave them, for caring for them, and, and sometimes even for letting them go is just absolutely beautiful. In one reading, my client had recently lost her horse and she was missing him terribly. She had him, you know, from when he was born, basically, you know, they were, her family lived on a ranch outside the city and, you know, they had, uh, they had so many horses and um, she, she met him as soon as he hit the ground, so to speak. And I'll just never forget seeing this beautiful, majestic horse he came into the room and he was standing beside my client and he was black and just absolutely stunning. And he was nibbling on the collar of her jacket and, and he was tapping her left foot. And I said to her, I said, he keeps tapping his left foot. And she just started crying. And she knew that, that he was there. And she found him one morning um, on the ground in the barn and she was just so terribly sad that she didn't get the chance to say goodbye and he just kept nibbling on her jacket until she finally left and it was like this huge weight had been lifted and before he went back to the light he said uh he said it was time for her to get a new horse <laughs> and, and you know it was it was really sweet you know she said I've been thinking about getting a new horse but I just I've just been missing him so terribly and she said, I think I just, I needed that, that extra reassurance from him that it was okay that, that I get a new horse, that, you know, I'll never have a horse that replaces him, 
but it'll be a new, a new addition to the family. So that was really cool. And I always see pets at their most happy time in life. Um, I always see, I always see, you know, that there's, there's any pain that they felt in life, it's disappeared and that they are transformed into younger and healthier versions of themselves. They are free to run and play. They make new friends. They roll in the grass. They curl up in the sun. They are happy and very much at peace. They show themselves to me running and, and really playing and being silly. It's almost like they, uh, you know, especially dogs, they'll, they'll come in as, as, they're almost like puppies. It's like puppy energy. They're so fun. You know, I've communicated with dogs, cats, birds, horses. There was an iguana once named Lizzie. I've seen poodles wearing sweaters and pugs chasing birds. Oh, I, I once channeled uh, a lovebird with the sweetest song. All I just kept, I just kept hearing this beautiful bird singing. And I, I said that to my client. I said, do you hear that bird singing? It's just so beautiful. And she just froze and looked at me. And then she said, I, my bird died. And it was just, you know, in each and every reading, I am, I am just amazed, absolutely amazed by, by the beautiful gift that spirit is to each and every one of us. And, you know, there was one time where there was, um, there was a Doberman Pinscher who was one of the most serious spirits, spirits I've communicated to this day. He was just kind of sat there staring at me, <laughs> maybe a little uneasy, but that was his personality. He was very serious and he protected his family. He was a ferocious protector. And I always love to tell people that um, once that initial period of transition is done and, and the grief has started to ease a little bit more, uh, your pets will start to visit you. Um, you know, and depending on how your spiritual gifts work, depending on what your what your belief systems are, depending on what that looks like for you, you may um, catch a glimpse of them out of the corner of your eye or see images that remind you of them. You know, it's funny, I, I always know when, when Jesse's around because I'll see wiener dogs. There was one day where I saw wiener dogs, three wiener dogs within an hour, and I was like, oh, <laughs> my little sweetheart must be near here. <laughs> Because, you know, we get caught up in life. We get, we're focused on other things. Sometimes we don't realize that they're with us. Sometimes you'll feel them curled up next to you on the couch or bed, or, you know, you'll hear the different sounds or noises that they used to make just for you. And, you know, it's, I always like to tell people that when animals communicate with me from the other side, it's, it's just very similar to the way loved ones in spirit will communicate with me. Um, you know, again, they use all of my senses to transmit their messages. And um, when they communicate with you, um, you may receive signs and messages through images, you know, sounds, feelings, smells. And, you know, it's so fascinating because the animals who come through just bring their personality along with the loyalty and love for their humans. And you know what they want most is for us to be happy, to honor the time that we had with them and to remember them as happy and healthy and, and that they're always with us. You know, it's, it's, it's always so beautiful when, when the animals come through because, um, again, people often, often 
forget how special animals are, how, how beautiful that connection is. And they really do leave impressions of their love on our hearts. You know, the relationships that, that we build and nurture here on earth with all the beings create a bond that cannot be broken with, you know, the expiration of our physical bodies. I think that's the biggest lesson when our beloved pets do leave. And it's so important to remember that love is the strongest energy in the universe. It is the ultimate power that links each and every one of us together. And it's the spark of life that, that created our souls. And, you know, when we find others whose spark grows and expands and just really lights us up, especially those fur babies, we know that we found our soulmates. You know, some, sometimes we refer to them as our soul family. And our soul family also very much includes our, our pets. You know, it's, there are so many different, um, different clients that I've read for over the years that, um, you know, can experience their, their pets who, who know when they come in and, and curl up beside them, who, who, you know, can hear them or, you know, sense them. And, you know, if, you, if you'd like, just in this moment, if you have lost a pet, I, I invite you to... Um, just really, you know, really connect into your heart space and allow your energy to expand as big as it can so that it's beautiful and delicious for you, whatever that looks like. Just allowing your energy to be big and expansive. I'd like you to just conjure up an image, a memory of that pet. Just one, a memory of that pet when they were their most happiest, something fun, something beautiful, something they used to do. Did they curl up on your lap? Did they, did they, you know, we used to always say that our cats made bread on us. <laughs> did they come and knead on you and rub their love all over you? You know, did they just get so excited when you came home? Did they curl up with you when you were feeling sad? Did they have a favorite toy? Were they a little bit demanding? They needed to have special food. <laughs> Did they listen <laughs> or not? I just invite you to, to bring up the energy of, of that, that, sweet, that sweet pet that has crossed over. And it doesn't matter how long ago it was. Maybe it was recent. Maybe it's been years. Just allow the energy of that pet to come into your energy field. And just notice if you feel anything, know anything, if, you're, if you have an image of them in your mind, if you start thinking of a picture that you have of them, if you start remembering smells or experiencing different bodily sensations, just know that that's your pet. That is your sweetheart that's there with you in this moment. And you don't have to be a medium to experience your loved one, whether they're, they were in human form or not. And just experience their energy. Allow them to be in this space with you. Allow them to share their love for you. Allow them to perhaps help you with your grieving. Allow them to offer that, that nurturing, kind, loving energy from the other side. And the more that you practice this, the more 
um, the more readily available you will be to experience your loved ones. Both, you know, if they were in human form or if they were your pets, the more that you just sort of push your barriers down and expand your energy out, you'll be able to experience them more and more. And just continue to allow your pet to wrap their love around you, to move around your body, to just be in that space with you. And just feel that. Yeah. And I do apologize here in Calgary, we, uh, we're, we're having thunderstorms as of late. And, and right now it's, uh, it's hailing. So I do apologize if you can hear that <laughs> in the recording. Um, yeah, just really enjoy that energy from your pet. And there's something, something that keeps popping up. It's, you know, it's around the idea that, you know, for some people, pets, pets really are not as important. And sometimes when, you know, someone does lose a beloved pet, there's a grieving process that other people don't understand. And so for whoever that's for, I just, I, I just invite you to not take any of that on and to just you know, grieve your sweetheart the way that you need to. Grieve that sweetheart exactly the way that you need to. And that the grief can take as much as, you know, it can take as long as it needs to. You know, and understanding that the grieving process, it, it oscillates between, you know, it could be shock, it could be sadness, it could be depression, it could be anger. We maybe we bargain, well, if I'd taken them to the vet quicker, or, you know, if we hadn't left them at home that day. You know, it can go through so many, so many different aspects. It can go through this myriad of, of different aspects. And to just honor that, whatever that needs to look like for you. I know that we have, uh, we had Jesse's ashes. And we took Jesse's ashes out to um, one of his most favorite places ever. We used to take him, uh, we had another little dog at the time. We used to take them bike riding with us. And... Um, we get out to the out and we, we let the dogs out while we were getting the bikes ready. And, um, our little dog, Riley, he came back to the truck and we put him in the truck, but Jesse wouldn't come back. And I thought, what the heck is he doing? And all I could see were his legs. He was lying on his back and all I saw were his legs shifting back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And so I went over to get him. Well, here he had found a big, fresh cow patty. Yeah. He was green from head to toe. He had completely immersed himself in this cow patty and he was oh he stunk it was so disgusting so we had to wrap him up put him in the back of the truck oh he just he just stunk something fierce and we got home had to bath him a few times he was so angry he was so angry like that was like the happiest moment of his life I swear <laughs> I don't think he talked to me for like days after that he was so angry and so that's where we spread his ashes because it was, it was one of those moments in time where he was just, it was pure bliss for him. And um, we kept, we had a little paw print done of him. You can do so much, you know, when, you're, when your loved ones cross over. You can have jewelry made. Um, you know, you can have an urn. Um, you can do so much to remember them. And so it's, it's very important, again, to find what works for you. And so, yeah, I remember, um, I remember the day that, that, uh, that he... Uh, he crossed over. Um, I uh, cut him up some steak. We had steak the, the night before, so I cut him up some steak. And he had steak and a few potatoes. And he laid in the sun until we took him into the vet. And 
um, you know, he was, he was a very, very important family member. And, um, to this day, I still have, uh, I still have a little box full of his things. He used to wear a jacket and his collar, his leash, his, his bowl, you know, and he's, I've got one of his pictures up on the mantle because he was just, he was my sweetheart. I had him, I had Jesse before I had uh, my daughter, Emma. And I used to always joke to people that I didn't realize that he was a dog until I had Emma. That's how much, that's how much I loved him. And it's taken me, it's taken me a few years to be ready to have a new dog, but I am ready. I'll get another wiener dog. And if you are a dog person, I invite you to watch uh, the movie, It's a Dog's Life. I won't spoil it for you, but the premise behind the movie is that uh, souls reincarnate. And I have met several, several animals uh, dogs in particular that that have that soul has reincarnated in in another another body, so that is something I encourage you to to watch. It's it's a beautiful movie. We we cried <laughs> and we cried, and I think all the men cried too. It was just it was so sweet. And so again, that's a dog's life. And so yeah, it's um. You know the love from our pets lives on, and that they are always with us. And so even if you don't see them or hear them or, you know, if your senses are, are, are not that, um, that open just yet, that's okay. Just know that they're there with you. Ask them to give you a sign. Ask them to be with you. Ask them to curl up with you. If you used to sit on the couch and they would curl up next to you, I invite you to sit in that space and, and do a meditation, you know, expand your energy out and just invite them into that space with you. And the more you practice, the more that you'll pick up, the more that you'll perceive, and the more that you'll experience. Love never dies. And our, our loved ones, whether they were in human form or they were fur babies or horses, cats, dogs, you name it, they are very much, uh, very much sending their love and very much a part of our life. And um, if you have any questions about this, do reach out. I send you mountains of love and for whoever this is for, um, you know, you're like me, you're ready, for, you're ready for a new fur baby. So maybe it's time for you to go get that fur baby. I send you mountains of love till next time. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.